And now, and now Carlin <laughs> downstairs is telling me to stop, so I will shut up. I like that. And that's what I like about um, a relationship. There is always an alpha. Colin, the Black Beauty, the Stallion. <laughs> now, twice a week. Aren't you the lucky ones? You're watching, downloading and listening to the As Yet Unnamed Podcast. It's Friday, the weekend is almost here. So sit back and join Ian, Damien and Darren for the ultimate top five list show. It's the as yet unnamed podcast top five. Hello, welcome along to the as yet unnamed podcast ultimate top five. My name is Ian Barstone. Hello, Damien Lee. Hello, how are you? Do you know what? For me... It's Friday, and that week has flew by. It only feels like it was just Monday. Don't know what happened. Flew by. Strange, isn't it? Blink of an eye, and it's gone. Uh, hello, Darren. How are you? Yeah, I'm all right. Thank you very much. Looking forward to the weekend. Got lots of things to. No, I haven't actually got anything to do. Can't do anything. No, you can't. You can't leave the house unless no. it's for essentials. So sorry. Listen to us. Um, so welcome along to the podcast. This is the ultimate top five every Friday. We give you a top five. Um, we will explain as we go along. Uh, if you want to suggest a top five subject, all you have to do is email as yet unnamed podcast at gmail.com. And if we use your podcast, we will send you a limited edition shiny badge, um, which we will be doing for the first time this week because our top five this week has been suggested by a listener. Very exciting. So, other ways to get in contact with us, check out the website, the As Yet Unnamed Podcast.uk. Uh, right, let's crack on and let's reveal who has suggested this week's top five. So, by emailing in to um, as yet unnamed podcast at gmail.com, you can suggest a top five and you will be able to win a badge if we use it. And this top five for our first viewer's choice um, has been suggested by Tony Allard. Thank you Good very much, Tony, Tony for um, for listening in and suggesting this. Um, so he has suggested, um, and I will read you um, a quick little bit of the email he sent to us. Um, he said, going from all your backgrounds, um, I think you should do the ultimate top five radio DJs slash presenters. Um, so we are all pretty much radio geeks. Darren works in radio. Still. Joking. Just. Just. <laughs> just. He's one of the few presenters on a local radio station. Um, you but, two are has-beens. You could be bothered to carry it on. I, no, I'm not a has-been. I just didn't want to um, ruin it for the competition by pursuing a career in it. <laughs> um, so, yeah, um, we are radio geeks. So we have all done radio of different sorts. Um, Damien's done uh, radio. You've done some commercial. You do, you've done a little bit of commercial. Uh, oh, no, you never did. got in, did you? Oh, yeah. no, you did Sun, get in. Sunshine. Oh. <laughs> 
yeah. I did. I did some. I did a little bit of Sorry, commercial. Where, 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 where were your hands when you did that? <laughs> Sunshine. <Ooh>. So <laughs> I was. I was added a stomach cramp. Um, so <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah. I've done uh, radio. Uh, we've all done hospital radio. Um, I've done a little bit of commercial. I've done some internet radio, and now we're doing the podcast, which is the new decent radio because you don't get controlled by um, stupid people telling you you can't do things. So stop we it, are going to do. It, please uh, don't don't forget. It's still my career. Don't forget. I wasn't. Na- I wasn't naming anything. I was just saying um, that you know you you get told to play more music in general on radio. Um, so there you go. Have you never listened yeah. to Gold Radio? Let's play fifteen songs, and then the two presenters have got on there. Both sounds the same anyway. So, <laughs> and see the good the good thing for you is as well, Darren. If it ever goes massively wrong, at least one of your mates owns a recruitment company. <laughs> Yeah. Do you, do you have many radio stations on there looking for radio staff, do you, mate? Don't you worry, though, son. I'll get you uh, doing a bit of jigging for me. No worries. Get yourself on the jigging. Um, so I will say that this may get a little geeky, but do stick with us because um, most of the people we're going to say you will probably have heard of. So we are going to do top five radio presenters. I'm not going to say DJs because I think DJs is... It's okay, yeah. Pickers, not So, in no particular order, we will be revealing our top five picks. Um, we will each say the names, and then we will spin the wheel, and then we will decide. Yes, the wheel is back. We will then decide. Uh, that will decide who's going to pick which number. So, I my love that wheel. Yeah, seriously. That that's why we I hate these. I hate that wheel. Um, I like that wheel as much as I loved your story a few weeks ago um, about um, what was it about an aeroplane. Anyway, let's do the top five, Damien. Stop interrupting. So, in no particular order, my top five radio presenters are as follows. Uh, Steve Wright, Howard Stern, Stephen Nolan, Chris Evans and Chris Moyles. Darren, your top five, please. In no particular order, again, I have two Steves. I've got a Gary, I've got an Ian and I've got a Paul. Thanks. Uh, Damien, can, can you give full names? No. Fair enough. That told you, to be honest. <laughs> Damien, can I have your top five in no particular order? You certainly can. Uh, there are a Les, a Chris, a Terry, a Jeremy, and a Carlos. Hang on, can I? Can I? No, guys? no. What? Nowhere in your list. Well, we weren't going to name that? you, were we? Come on. You wouldn't make the top thousand, mate. To be fair. Whoa. Do you know what? Sometimes when I'm feeling a little bit. Like I, you know, no, you'd still never make my list. No. <laughs> to be fair, great guy, lovely guy, yeah. handsome guy back in the eighties. You know, um, nice guy. <laughs> to be fair, I only ever listen just to see if you're actually still doing the job. Now, twice a week, aren't you the lucky ones? You're watching, downloading, and listening to the as yet unnamed podcast. So let's do this then. Let's pick our top five. And the thing about this is we've all named who our top fives are um, and who we would have picked. But the wheel decides who picks each place. And uh, we don't have any opportunity to say, well, actually, I would have picked. No, that's not how it works. This is our ultimate top five picked by a random wheel. It all makes sense. Right. Let's spin the wheel and find out who is going to be picking number five. Get ready for the new sound effect. (laughs) 
to believe it. Deliberately did that, didn't you? You deliberately did that. <sighs> anyway, um, that's a good sound, that, Ian. Thanks. Where did you get that from? Yeah, I, I don't know, Darren. Um, so... <laughs> At number five, picking number five, the wheel has spoken. If you look on the streams, if you're watching live, you'll be able to see it. It is a me, just to make sure that I'm not cheating so the wheel is there. Didn't he sound like then? Can you remember back in the 90s, um, the Britass Empire? Me. I mean, Darren, if, if you were listening to the podcast then, rather than looking at your phone and Pornhub, you would have known what I was talking about there. <laughs> yes, Mr. Britass. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Mr. Bitters. Ah. No, that was Frank all right, Spencer. All right, then, Colin. Oh, look at his little face. Look at his little tiny moody face. I, I if am... I was there... Oh, look at him. I want to poke him with a stick. At number five um, on our ultimate top five for this week is mm. Mr. Chris Evans. Right. Um, and the reason I picked this... Um, this is for the breakfast show on BBC Radio One in the main. Um, I haven't listened to him for a long time, um, but he started that in 1995, um, in April of 1995, and I vividly remember listening to that on a little portable radio on my way to college, um, and absolutely loving it. Um, he he brought a real fresh sort of zoo format to the breakfast show because um, they hadn't allowed that type of format for a long time. And he brought that to the breakfast show on Radio 1. And it was very much of the time. He was very um, brash, funny, full of innuendo, very stupid at, point, at, at times, but also just really well-produced radio. And it's probably one of the first shows that I listened to that I thought, I love that. And I don't just love it because it's funny, but I love that i love do i love what he's doing and it's just it piqued an interest in me um so he, i i haven't listened to him for a while. I, I didn't particularly like him on radio 2 and i haven't listened to him on, on virgin radio which he's on at the minute but yeah my number five is chris evans i'm going to be very opinionated on this top five anyway but can i just say that chris evans set a standard um that i'd like to think that chris moyles probably emulated so you're either a Chris Evans or a Chris Moyles fan, I think. I don't think don't you're get a fan on, though, of do they? If you, both. If you... No, they don't get on. No. But, but, but Chris Evans is... No, sorry, Chris Moyles is Chris Evans, even though he doesn't want to admit it. Do you see what I'm getting at there? It's the it's... same style, format. Without delivery. ruining a possible, further top, a possible further entry in the top five, I think he is better, and I think he does it better than Chris Evans. Do you think? Yes. He... But yeah, Chris Evans I, was I, the I first... There. Well, no, he wasn't the first to do that type of format either. But he and was. Who, who trained him? Who trained Chris Evans? Yeah, I'm not Your sure. Your mate Timmy. He did. Oh, Timmy yeah, Mallet. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. There you now, go. The thing is, he's he's one of these people, and and I I loved Chris Evans on the Big Breakfast, and don't forget your toothbrush. But he's a very um, there's different. And again, look, we're not getting into to anything that's, you know, it's a rumor and innuendo. Um, apparently, that you know, that he can either be lovely or he can be vile. Um, and there's been many different stories. And obviously, if you read the Chris Moyles um, autobiography, which is a great read, uh, if you haven't got it, Ian, I'll send I, you I it. Have, I have got um, it. I've got it. And um, he goes on to say how he was doing a TV show for Chris Evans um and it was going fine and then 
that few weeks down the line, Chris Evans just stopped speaking to him and just completely ignored him. Um, and just there was no explanation behind it. He just kind of cut him. Um, and you don't know, do you? Because obviously Chris Moyles then has fell, fallen out with um, Comedy Dave as well uh, because – um, you know, we'll talk about that a bit later we, we, on. We may well come on to that if, if we pick... Um, this is Chris Evans, <laughs> not Chris there. Moyles. Yeah, if yeah, he's in so, the top five. So going back to Chris Evans, um, so I'm torn on this one because I loved him as a TV presenter. Um, did you listen really... to him on... Did you listen to him, though, on... Yeah, I on, did. On Radio and, 1. And, and it wasn't... Um, it, dare I say it, and this is this is... Again, someone that may be in my side. I was more of a Terry fan, um, and as as a radio presenter, um, I, I don't know. I just he wasn't someone that was inviting for me. Chris Evans wasn't so uh, t- on TV. I think he was brilliant, absolutely I brilliant. He, I think he was better on TV because visually, Chris Evans is funnier visually. Uh, than he is on the radio. All right, no that's, need to be gingerous, is there? That's an interesting, interesting response. Right, okay then. So, is it a yay or a nay for Mr. Chris Evans at number five? Damien, you go first. It's a nay for me. It's a yay for me because he, for me, he epitomizes when I first listened to national radio. Three men close to a midlife crisis. Three microphones. One Zoom call. All lead to this. It's the As Yet Unnamed podcast. Let's spin the wheel for number four. And when it eventually gets going, we will spin the sound. Picking number four, and the random wheel is Damien. Mm. Can I have your number four, please? You can indeed. Now, this is going to be a bit of a surprise to some people who maybe aren't as geeky as us three. Um, But my number four is a gentleman by the name on radio of Jezza. Now, he is actually known in TV terms as Jeremy Kyle. Now, from 1986 to 1995, this this is really surprising. Jeremy Kyle actually worked as a life insurance salesman. That's not surprising, was, really, to be fair to me. Here's another one for you. So there's hope for me. Recruitment consultant. Oh, no, that definitely doesn't surprise me then. Uh, <laughs> A bit of an arse. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, almost, as radio... as, almost as bad as a car oh. salesman <laughs> stop it and a radio advertising salesman definitely honestly i could so get my own show um he then became a radio presenter and after working at orchard fm in taunton somerset and leicester sound in leicester what a name. <laughs> he was signed by kent's evita fm in 1996 i started listening to him when i was 17 um and he joined brb in birmingham presenting the shows late and live and jezza's jukebox uh in 2000 he moved to century fm uh and the show was called jezza's confessions um and it actually won a sony award for late and live in 2001 now i remember listening to this show um and i was in my car at the time and he was getting that edgy 
with a guy on the phone and I think he was an abuser. Um, and he actually said to, um, I think it was the woman telling the, the story, look, just hold on there. Um, we're going to get someone over. We're going to get you out of there. It's, it's, you know, we are going to act for this. Uh, Jill, who is the producer, uh, can you sort this out? I want that woman out of that house. And you just couldn't not listen to it. And he was incredible. You know, he didn't care who he spoke to, um, how he spoke to them. He just said it as it was. Um, and it was it was hard to listen to sometimes. But my goodness, wasn't it a great show? And for me... Jezza was a fantastic radio presenter. Um, I I have I have a very similar memory to you, and I, I was listening to him, and um, because he used to be on it, it was was it a Friday Saturday? Was it no? It was, it was Monday to Thursday. So it, it was late mm. night. It was like ten o'clock on BRMB, mm. Um, mm. and it was when you wouldn't get a radio show like that now on a station Not at like all. that. Not, Not at, at all. all. Um, no, no, no. But it was absolutely brilliant, and I remember driving home listening to him. And I am certain he was talking to someone that was pretty much suicidal and he just kept them on the phone and he kept them mm. on air. And it wasn't, mm. it wasn't exploitative um, like his show, like his later Jeremy Carl show seemed to be. It wasn't mm. like that at all. It was because whether or not he did, but he came across as being and actually someone that really cared and he just kept them on the phone and he kept them on the phone until somebody else got there to help him. And that, and, and it was, and it was compulsive listening and it was just like, but it was also presented so well. Um, he just came across as someone that really did want to listen to you. And that's what happened. That's what is great about Dort Radio. Um, but yeah, I, I, when he did that, I don't like his Jeremy. I didn't like the Jeremy Carl show. It just got to the point where it was just being what it was. Um, Still helped a lot of people though. Oh, it, and it although, did. Yes, I mean, the, the people they put in rehab and the people that they, they helped on that show. I mean, my nan who lives on her own and he's pretty much housebound. Um, that was her, her kind of friend in the morning, I guess, you know, she used to watch it and, you know, when that stopped, it was a massive void in her life. And, you know, I think to a lot of people, Jeremy Kyle was someone that they really look forward to seeing. And he was a bit edgy, but the radio show, Jezza, um, Darren, obviously, you know, your opinion, my friend. My, uh, well, uh, if you go back and listen to my interview podcast that Ian did with me um, during lockdown, part one, um, we talked about Jezza. Do you remember, Ian? We, we I talked do, about yes, Jezza. I do. So I worked with Jezza. I say worked with, I, I did some co, not co-hosting, but cover shifts, swing shifts at uh, 96.4 BRB Birmingham's hit music station uh, at the time when it was over the cafe on Broad Street. And can I just say for anyone that, for anyone that never listened, BRMB at the time it was such a quality station, and it was oh, so yeah, busy. And that, that, that's yeah. where I tip my head to Darren because that was the station of all stations. Don't uh, get me wrong; I never know. had my own show there. I just covered bits and bobs. Like I covered a lot of overnights at the time, so he yeah. handed over to me. He handed over to me when he finished his show, um, and he is a he's a nice, nice guy. He's got a temper. And you'd know it if he got a temper because I wouldn't go in that studio. I'd have my brew and I'd stay outside because you know he's going, he's going off and he's he's giving it all of that. But um, a quality, quality radio presenter. Um, it's a shame his format got tampered with that much to make it ready for TV because that was made for TV. It was. I mean? Yeah, it was. And it's... Yeah. 
but it's also made it and it's if if they allowed shows like that to still be on air i still think there would be an audience for them whatever they oh, whatever doubt. whatever whatever people say it not everybody wants to listen to non-stop music that type of talk no. radio call-in ra- radio late night call-in radio can just be brilliant if it's done well i work on commercial music radio right I listen in the car to talk radio. Mm. It is. It is. Sorry, I listen to a lot. Name the brand. Radio. Then sorry, I shouldn't have named the brand. But I listen to talk-based radio shows mm. in my car. Yeah. No. It, it is because it is that, and I'll, I might come on to this later. Actually, if um, so, if one changing of my... gear just to pull it back. So, in terms of uh, number four, is it a yay or is it a nay? It's a massive yay for me. Yeah, massive yay for me. Good stuff, boys. At number three, we will have... Uh, let's decide who's going to pick it. Uh, you are listening to the As Yet Unnamed podcast. Ultimate top five. looking at this video now that was so close um damien it is you at number three before you carry on damien this is yeah. just really bad because i actually still work in radio and i haven't done any yet <laughs> well you know it is random as you can yeah. see and that was very yeah. close between you and damien uh, for that one so damien <laughs> you're number three please yeah so this is uh, i mean again um now i'm 40 um, and this is probably You're not forty, are you? There we go. Yeah, I'd have said oh, forty-five. Yeah. If it I'd, I'd have gone fifty-ish. Yeah, especially fair. with me uh, double chins at the moment. Now, this particular choice maybe wouldn't be in a lot of forty-year-olds' um, list. However, I just think he was fantastic. Um, his charm, his wit, um, the fact that he just made you feel like he was talking to you. And I think that is a sheer quality. And he became the most listened to breakfast show for years, for years, for years. Um, And he was just, he made it look and sound so easy and inspired so many people. Now, the man I'm talking about is Terry Wogan. Um, He conducted interviews and presented documentary features during his first two years at Radio Iran. Uh, which was in Ireland, before moving to the light entertainment department as a disc jockey and host of a TV quiz and variety show such as Jackpot, a top-rated quiz on RTE in the 1960s. When the show was dropped by RTE in 1967, Wogan was approached by the BBC for extra work. Do you know who approached him? David Attenborough, who used to run the BBC. Now, David Attenborough rebuffed Wogan's job application to be a BBC presenter, as to have two Irishmen presenting on BBC Two would have looked completely ridiculous. He began working for BBC Radio initially down the line from Dublin, and his first broadcasting experience was Light Programme on the 27th of September 1966. We fast forward to 1972. This is how amazing this is. He took over on The Breakfast Show, on BBC Radio 2, swapping places with John Dunn, who briefly hosted the afternoon show. Now, Wogan achieved a record estimated audience of up to 7.9 million. 
Um, he had the goodies, he had the Baron Knights, he had the parody of the floral dance. Um, and in December 1984, Wogan left his breakfast show to pursue a full-time career in television. You remember that? And he was replaced by good old Ken Bruce, who's still going. Um, he went back to radio in 1993 and he returned to the Radio uh, 2 show and he presented the show called Wake Up With um, Wogan. He was replaced um, in the long run, as we know, by Chris Evans. Um, one of the biggest audiences he had was 8 million in 2005. Um, and it was surpassed in 2008 as Wogan held off the challenge from Radio 1 when he went up against Chris Moyles. He was a legend, um, God rest his soul, and on honour of him, they actually changed um, one of the radio theatres in Broadcasting House um, to, his, to his name as well, which I thought was really classy. So, Sir Terry Wogan. I'm going to be a little controversial. I thought you might, to be honest. Um, I don't, I didn't rate him as a, ra- as a radio presenter. Now That's I don't why we know do this show. It, That's now why we I, do this show. I don't know if it is because I don't rate. I didn't rate the show. wasn't aimed at me, and I just didn't. I didn't get that nicey nicey type of of stuff. But I just didn't. I didn't rate him at all. And I'm not saying. He, and and yes, he was a legendary broadcaster. And I'm not denying that. But no, it's, it's no. Unfortunately, so what was it about him? Was it his presenting style? Was it? Did you find him arrogant? I mean, no, this is no, no, no. I, I found him. It, I think it was more the show. It was very twee, if that if that makes sense. It's very. It was very yeah, very middle of the road, very sort of like softly, gently, gently, and like oh, everybody's a friend, and oh, me, 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 me. oh, let's do this to Doris's lesson, and then it, that's all it seemed to be. And yeah, it, it just didn't appeal to me at all. Um, perhaps if it was if it was around now, he would have done. But um, back then, when I was listening to that, um, I, I don't think he would have. Uh, no, <laughs> sorry. No, I'm, I'm, trying to be, I'm trying to be really nice because I do like. And I understand his the admiration and the fans that he has. Um, and his TV show was quite good. But on the radio, no. It's a no for me. So, so Darren, you work in radio. What? what do yeah, you so um, again, I'm with Ian on this because... Oh, I didn't when, expect that. When... No, let me finish, though. Right. Uh, hang on. Coming over all... Uh, all Wogan. Anyway, but... Um, sorry, that was good. Just, that's just, yeah. not a bad one. That wasn't bad. Yeah. Uh, BBC Radio 2... No, sorry, I didn't no, make you it. There. There. The first one was better. <laughs> carry yeah. it, carry it. Anyway, so basically, um, when it comes to Terry Wogan, um, I'm with Ian on it because I was listening to more, uh, Evans, um, Nikki Campbell on Radio One at the time in the '90s, Lisa Ryanson, if you remember her on Radio One, oh, yeah, 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 all those kind of names. Like. So Radio Two again wasn't aimed at me. In my in my teens or in my early twenties, but having said that, as a radio presenter, I respect the fact that how I don't know what it was and I can't explain what it was that attracted that huge audience. I, I don't understand what it was, and if I could get an audience like that, I'd retrain and do what he did. But, but maybe nobody can do what he did. I don't know because he's. Right? I I always think his show never really had a proper format. It just. What was it? So what was it? There just 
Music it, and chat. It was music and what, and, and it was his listeners writing into him, and that's what. So it was all stories from listeners. Yeah, I think I'm pretty certain that's what it was. I don't think it really had a format like a lot of the other shows will have. Come on, then, boys. Uh, Ian for Terry Wogan at uh, number three. Is he a yay or is he a nay? Per- oh no, I'm going to do it personally. I'm going to do it personally. I'm not going to do it thinking yes, he is a very good podcast. I'm going to do it personally. It's unfortunately it's a no for me. What an absolute travesty. Go on. For me, out of respect and the fact that he had an audience that I can only ever dream of, it's got to be a yes. God bless you, sir. Bless you. That's purely out of respect. Never listen to him, but out of respect. Make me look bad. It's Friday. The weekend is almost here. So sit back and join Ian, Damien and Darren for the ultimate top five list show. It's the as yet unnamed podcast top five. So let's find out who's going to be at number two. I think I prefer the other sound effect. I'm just saying. No, definitely this one. Darren, it is you at number two. There he is. Uh, Okay, so we're going back to what we mentioned about talk show presenters for my number two. Uh, I don't think you guys would have heard of him. His name is Ian Collins. Uh, And I first came across Ian Collins after after Chicago Rock Cafe nightclubs. I was living in Redditch at the time. Uh, to uh, the nutcase, sorry, to, to my ex-wife, and um, <laughs> sorry, you need to cut up it out. Oh no, that's staying, and she won't listen to it. You know. Anyway, so um, and basically, um, these delivery of new stuff really appealed to me because he would talk about stuff, highbrow stuff, um, political stuff that I had no idea what he was talking about, but because he used terminology that was like your mate in a pub. So he would refer to the prime minister as that mushy number 10. Um, he would refer to, um, I don't know, um, somebody else high up in, in society as um, that clown over there. You know, it's just normal terminology. He wouldn't say of the prime minister. He would, he would nickname them and have a bit of fun with it. Um, and he would always not go straight to the point. He would beat around the bush and skirt around it but but be a little bit sarcastic in the delivery of it, if you know what I mean. Uh, I believe you've got some audio, haven't you? I've sent you of Ian Collins. And this is, this is are you going to play it or not? Yeah, so this is Ian Collins talking simply about a food that he likes and his delivery made me laugh. See, I would be darting straight into the Colonel's chicken parlour without any doubt. I mean, the Colonel, I, the, the Colonel to me is the unofficial leader of the world, although he's not been with us for a number of years. But, you know, if there was an election tomorrow and he was standing in it, it, Colonel Sanders would be. Yeah. So as you can hear there, the delivery is just normal, like me and you would talk. What was he on? What was he? It it is not a name that that rings a bell for me, I have to say. Um, He's now on talk radio but he started on talk sport overnight because talk sport in the day was sport and, and then at night used to be yeah. normal phone and stuff. Um, and that's when I picked up on Ian Collins. It was probably by accident because I was listening to James Whale at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, and James Whale had a night off and Ian Collins came on and I thought mm. it was, I thought it was James Whale and I kept listening. I went, 
I like his voice. I like his delivery. He was controversial, though, wasn't he, James he was. Beale? He was, he was um, Yeah, he was, he was very full on. Um, I, I've not heard from him. Uh, I've not heard of him. Um, but I think from, from the way you've it from the way you've explained him and just that little clip there, certainly I would tune in um, and he seemed quite informative. So I would probably, I would probably say yay for that guy. I like the sound of him. See, I I think talk radio is, is such a good um, format for a radio, Mm. for radio show. It is particularly if, if you're driving on your own late at night or if you're driving on your own in the day, but having talk radio one where you can actually almost sit into the side of a conversation like you're down the pub with friends or like you sat around at a mate's house or whatever even or if you geese. or walking the geese yes from monday show um even if you're even if you're not actually involved in the conversation you do find out or i do personally if you're listening to something and someone says something on the radio like on the show like that you go oh shut up really that's just stupid mm. and that's mm. the com- and that is it's almost it is like that friend in your ear type mm. thing yeah I'd, and for me like i said i don't i don't i don't know that person but from a from a content point of view what they were talking about from the way darren explained it would i go and look for him that would be a big yay from me so so i think yeah um that's a yay for me thank you and, and it's a nay for me I, can i do half a yay half yay half nay no no it's no. A, it, no, it's, no. A, it's, a, it's a no <laughs> sorry it works for Clarkson, May and Hammond. We're not quite sure it works for Antrobus, Lee and Barstow. But they're doing it anyway. You're listening to the As Yet Unnamed podcast. So our ultimate top five so far for radio presenters slash DJs, although I think most radio presenters don't like being called DJs. Uh, at number five is Chris Evans. At number four is Jezza, uh, a.k.a. Jeremy Kyle. At number three, Terry Wogan. And at number two, Ian Collins. So let's spin the wheel and find out who is going to be uh, number one or who's going to be picking number one. The wheel is spinning takes a while really got to get a new spin I'm gutted absolutely gutted picking number one is Darren is it? Yes. And I'm really annoyed. I've got to, we can't say who it's going to be, but I've got a feeling that mine and Damien's number one may have been very similar. Oh, without a doubt. As my, we, if, 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 we, if can't, was, we can't say. We can't no, say we can't say. But if I know you and you know me like we know each other, then it's ex- exactly the person. This is a travesty right. that you've got to pick this because it's going to be somebody rubbish. Go on, who's number one? Go on. Is um, a local radio presenter. Oh dear! Oh, Lord. shut up! That oh, had the... a that had a nickname uh, that I grew up listening to. He was the very first person when I was at school. I used to listen under the bed covers because he used to do a late night show, and it was a music show, but it was peppered with characters, funny voices, uh, spoof songs way before Chris Moyles. In fact, I think Chris Moyles um, referred to him a few times 
because I know who you're going to say. I, I know who you're going to say now as well. Yeah, I know. And You've uh, never uh, heard of this guy, have you? Go on, let carry on, down. Go on. No, go I know on. who you're no. going to say. I do. Go on. Right. Uh, peppered with, um, you know, funny voices. Uh, uh, he did the old-fashioned radio that I've seen video clips on YouTube of him putting this thing together and he would it would be a, an art form it was the old tape so he cut the tape stick the tape together wind it on the wheel all that kind of you know the old kenny everett style um and all that kind of stuff it, he started his radio career in manchester at the old piccadilly key 103 he then went to signal which is my local radio station or sorry was my local radio station it's not there anymore um and he did the network show he then got promoted to the breakfast show but he had to drop his pseudonym name his his um, character name so he was originally known as the late night funster funster right not funster but funster um he had people like comedy dave but he had uh, Ny, Nigel, he had a few others. He had the Witchfinder General. Uh, they used to sell tapes as well uh, back in the mid-1990s so you could win a tape of his comedy songs that he would make. Come on, spit it out. Who is it? His name is Paul Carrington. Okay, that's not who I thought you were going to be. That's not who I thought it was going to be. <laughs> I thought I, you were going to say Steve Penk. Yes, I did. I, I really did. did I, yeah. I have. Ab- he is in my top five. But anyway, I um, have absolutely no idea who this person is. Right. So basically, uh, I've sent you a clip there, Ian, of um, one of his show openers, and it and it was all just kind of very. He never actually talked about a song. So, like, for example, Chris Moyles would use his normal voice. Yeah. But then he'll do a comedy song or he'll do a wind-up or a joke. Um, Paul Carrington never actually used his normal voice. Everything was very, it's uh, Paul Carrington on the late night funster show and it's all very, and nothing was actually taken very seriously. But just play that clip for me. Channel Bow. And now, viewers, it's time for the late night Funster Show. Oh, flipping it, not again. Come. It is time to keep your appointment with the Wicker Man. Paul Carrington, Signal Radio. It's 10.03 and time for you and me to have some fun. From 10 to 1 on Signal, you know the Funster's on. So turn your radio up and listen to the show. Right, so no, right, right, no, no, right, no, 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 no. It was back in the day when Jim, you were allowed to have big show openers that no, lasted. No, 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 no. Um, would he get a job on the radio now? No, Absolutely you shouldn't not. have got a job on the radio then if that's what he's doing. No, <laughs> just no. <laughs> that's hard. Out of all of the radio presenters in the whole of the UK, our number one ultimate radio presenter <laughs> is Paul Carrington that nobody mean, outside of that... Stoke has ever heard of. There are people they'll be watching this from. No, there won't be. No, do you know what? You've gone back to Greece too again. <laughs> yeah, um, not a for chance. A while, for a and while, I, you and I would were, love were... to. Hang on, I would love to emulate that fella because he is. At, I, I just no, find 
it was no legendary. No, he, he no. had a cult following back no. in the nineties. What show are we on now? Uh, twenty one. Number twenty one of this. <laughs> that is probably one of the worst. Worst. And look, I'm sure he was a, a good guy, but number one on all of the radio presenters, you chose number one for. Paul we could have Darrington. had. We could have had. Right, let me just think of some off the top of my head. Chris Moyles, Steve Wright. I'm going to sod this, I'm doing mine. Howard Stern, the biggest radio presenter in the world ever. Um, we could have had Stephen Nolan. We could have had um, on, Zoe on, Ball. We could have had back, Joe Wiley. Well, we could have had Annie Mack. Go back. Zane Lowe. Howard Stern was vulgar and rude. No, who, Howard Stern. Who, Howard Stern. Who makes a woman sit on, an, uh, sit on a speaker while he hums down the speaker? If you've watched the film, it makes sense. Howard Stern is the, was the biggest and probably is the biggest radio presenter in the world. He had a contract worth $500 million in 2004. Anyway, no. This is the top five, like you said. This is Let's the, Ross, the top five. Carlos. Yeah. Carl, you know I mean? Carlos is Carlos sounds like all the other DJs from the nineties. Hi, it's Carlos on the heart. You choose Paul Carrington. That nobody. This is a very niche top five at the best of times because you, you know, know they're mainly. And you pick someone called Paul Carrington that no one outside of Stoke knows anything about. Ian, do you know what? Roll the credits. That's pathetic. <laughs> right, Damien. Yes or no? Categorically, without question. Un- unforgivingly it's the biggest shiny shine them up turn it sideways and stick it right up that is the biggest nay of all nays that was bloody awful and mine right you ready for this absolutely <laughs> no <laughs> Robbie <laughs> in time all right thanks that's 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 just harsh boys that's just bang out of order Anyway, listen, uh, Barbara's just popped in. Aya, how you doing? Okay. All right. Okay, so you started dating. You've just been emailing them. Right. Okay. All right. Yeah. What sort of emails? What do you mean? He's set, right. Sent you things from HMRC. Right. Okay. Yeah. Um, sent you. Right. Okay. Things from. Asking for money, right, okay, yeah. And sending money away, right, okay. Right, you know you know his name, right, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. So is this long term? No, I know you've already told me that he's sending you a lot of emails, right. Okay, a lot of, they're asking for money, okay, yeah, yeah. Oh, you know his name. <laughs> she, know, she knows his name, that's good. Yeah, what's his name? Spam. <laughs> That's terrible. That is so bad. Oh dear. This week's uh, <clears throat> sorry. Next week's um, top five. Um, it's quite a good one actually because it's generic for our people who listen in Australia and and Taiwan and uh, the Maldives. <clears throat> this is. The top five best game shows of all time. There you go. It's a great one, that. 
That's a great mm. one. Yeah. Mm. Are we allowed to choose maybe game shows from from people that are um, not as popular? No, because we'll end up with another flipping whatever his name is, Paul Carrington. <laughs> no, do you know what? I think that makes the show. Put it in there, Darren. I mean, I can't wait to see what you've done it because. We've and Darren, spent... can we have something what? that's not from the nineteen eighties? And that is it for this week. Well, there you go. We've not had a top five like that for a while. Thank you, Darren. Thank you, Darren. Oh, sorry. Hello. Yes. <laughs> yeah, that's all you're going to say now. Be quiet. Thank you, Damien. Yeah, thank you. Do you know what? That was um, that was great. Uh, we always say this at the end of a show. Horrible what's going on out there at the moment, but we're all trying to make it a bit better. We will get out of this because we got out of World Wars and we survived it. Um, and we will all be together and we will all be in stadiums and music venues again. Um, just stick with it all. Wear your masks. Keep your social distance, stay safe. And uh, if you're on social media, be kind to each other as well. And uh, we're not going to be all in your bed because I know that's where you were going with that comment. So thank you very much for listening to this Friday Ultimate Top 5. We'll be back again Monday morning from 6am with the uh, news. Oh, this, that's disgusting. I'm not even looking, not even mentioning that. Um, if you want to find out more, visit the website, the as yet unnamed podcast, uh, UK. If you want to email a suggestion for a top five, um, then it's at as yet, sorry, it's as yet on name podcast at gmail.com. Find us on Facebook, find us on all the other bits and pieces as well. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, join us on a Wednesday evening from 8 a.m. to watch this live. Uh, and you can find out all the bits that don't make the edit. So until next time, thank you so much. Look after yourselves. Bye for now. Now, twice a week, aren't you the lucky ones? You're watching, downloading and listening to the As Yet Unnamed Podcast. Honestly, Darren, Paul Carrington. Really? Just really? I could say the same thing about Les Ross. It was our face. It was our face. Both of us felt like you'd opened on Christmas morning... One sock. (laughs) With a hole in it.